This is Julie Salat from Motivation Addict. Stay tuned for part two of my interview with Sandra Mendelson. And thank you for joining us today. You're listening to Radio Ear Network, and I'm your host, Julie Salant, and this is Motivation Addict on Society Bites Radio, social interaction for the mind and soul. This is Julie Salant from Motivation Addict. Stay tuned for part two of my interview with Sandra Mendelson. And I, I was wondering what your thoughts were on disconnecting. Disconnecting and grounding ourselves doesn't matter where you are in your spiritual journey, just as a human being mm-hmm. caring about the planet and caring about life around you, whether you have a dog or a cat or whatever, um, what are your thoughts on disconnecting and how we can bring, Again, bring back the joy? So, so, so glad that you brought that up because I was on the phone with a client yesterday. And after I did an animal communication session, we then had a personal session because she's an empath. And she'll oh. walk into the barn or she'll see. And so for people that are energetically super sensitive, like she and me, you, you can't walk around crying all the time. It's, we chose a very powerful time to be here and a very internal time to be here. Well, you and I are not on the battlefield with guns. We're very fortunate for that. So the heavy lifting is in finding our own, the love inside, finding peace and allowing that, right, to have some peace time, some joy time, go dance, whatever it is. And you know what? Because you know what? If you are... If you are tapped in all the time, remember the human body was not designed to respond to things that are going on 500,000 miles away from about which you can do nothing. So what do you think is happening to our nervous systems? We're bombarded by stuff we feel over the internet and all the various sources from social media or email. This is the first generation, or, or let's just say everybody alive now that has been bombarded by this energy. We used to live, right? I I called you, we would leave voicemail (laughs) and go get our messages at the end of the day. Oh, hello. They waited until the end of the day. Right now we are like in triage mode all the time. We are constantly managing people's requests for our attention. It's enough to make you batty. And unfortunately our children are really, really suffering. So yes, I see that what mothers are doing for themselves and their kids, they're taking time like you did. You went out in nature. you got to say, okay, I, this is a marathon, not a relay race. And I need to respect and nurture my energetic body or else I won't be able to keep going. It's like being in emotional overwhelm all the time or energetic overwhelm. So disconnecting, um, yeah. you know saying there's a time for everything how much time do you spend at your computer again do you think the human body was designed to be pounded with emfs i don't think so no you know that's not how we were up until this point and now richard louv this writer coined a term 
that I actually put in my book, NDD, Nature Deficit Disorder, <laughs> that there really? are this full spectrum of, yeah, I love it. I think it's so appropriate. You see what happens when you take an animal out of its environment. Doesn't it stand to reason two-thirds of the population of this world lives in cities? And even for those of us who don't, how much time are we spending in nature where we actually were designed to be? as opposed to this constant pummeling of energy that is not our own. Wow. So, you know, you you can call it disconnecting. You could call it reconnecting with nature, Um, even if you have to go outside in the rain. I noticed that, and I love where, I love my house. I love where I live. And the second I step outside, I have this huge exhale and go, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. It, even I had a gecko said, "Get out of building." Get and and I'm just living here by myself. But it's yeah. it is the, it's Wi-Fi. It's everything. You know, we need to step away. Step away and, and hear our own heartbeat again. Mm-hmm. You have, and you just said you completed the second book in the trilogy for children. Why did you decide to write a book? Because I know that there's so many children's books out there, and What's the focus of this one? It wasn't my idea. <laughs> it was my dog. It was my dog. <laughs> and that's why I said, my goodness, I really, yeah, I'm talking about you, dude. Um, <laughs> I kept saying, what happened to you? What happened to you? Because he was found on the side of the road. He ran across the street and jumped into this guy's car. The guy couldn't even tell because he was so overgrown that it was a dog. So he had really, I mean, you could ignore, never brush this dog and he never stops looking the way he does. That dog was out there for a long time. And so I just kept asking him what happened to you. He said, I could tell you my story, but I don't dwell on hardship. I'd rather focus on children and having them learn how to tune into their internal eyes and ears, which means their hearts and their bellies or their gut. So they realize they can how how powerful they are and that they can communicate with animals. And I think you should ask the other animals what they want to contribute. I sat down and 12 species immediately came through and I went, okay, I can't write a fake story. What do I do? She said, but I can turn the messages into rhyme. So Mr. T is the guide and he takes them on three journeys. They meet the animals in the neighborhood on book one, down on the farm in book two, and then they're going to go out into the oceans and deserts and forests and jungles of the world in book three and each animal shares a secret animal wisdom way so that the kids can become more like the animals and start trusting their intuitive abilities to connect with them as a result so it's not didactic because it's the animals sharing the way they see things they look beyond the surface. So, I mean, in, in book one, you know, it's you are love and, and you know, animals feel what you feel and uh, say what you mean and mean what you say and come outside and be quiet. And book two, they get really into working with the body. In other words, um, grounding your energy into the earth. What uh, Don't believe everything you see. And looking beyond the surface. Don't believe what you hear if someone tells lies about you. Uh, you know, what does energy feel like? And then in book three, we're really going to get into the power of the mind, you know, um, mm-hmm. like a, a snake said, the mind is a factory making things that you think. And while some are real good, there are others that stink. So mm-hmm. you're going to want to 
hold on to those thoughts that make you feel good and want to be around people and uh, make others feel good. And you throw out the defective products like you would in a factory. We're going to get more into that stuff. So, you know, if the kids actually do practice these things, you know, making the time to go outside, getting quiet, feeling their energy, not getting sucked into the meanness of, of humans, they really already are connected to animals. They just have to slow down and mm-hmm. practice if they want to. Otherwise, they're just going to, I hope, it, it, it seems that even nine-year-olds are really liking this. They're grabbing the book out of people's hands. So I, we're talking like four up until maybe 10 is the span of the the appeal of the book. You know, they'll get what they're ready for kind that's of thing. Great. It's great. That's um, great. So that's, I love it. So that's that. You know, they're, they're pictures of real animals. It's not illustrated with fantasy because I, I, I wanted the kids to connect with animals as they are and their wisdom, not write another children's story that's all fantasy to get a point across. Right. This is real. This is real. Out of all the animals you've spoken to, what is the strangest thing that an animal said to you? Or the funniest thing, either or, or the funniest thing. (laughs) Wow. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I know that's a hard (laughs) one. I know. I threw threw something hard at you. Fastball. You threw me quite a curveball because it's (laughs) been, I don't know, about, we're up to like over 80 species already. So um, what was the, either the funniest or the strangest thing? Oh my God. Um, Well, the funny thing was when the hippo came through. He sounded like Louis Armstrong. <laughs> so that in and of itself, I'm like, he's t- talking like, yeah, we heard jazz and we still love it because it's cool. I'm like, oh, my God, you can't make this up. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was that, that was actually in the book. He's hilarious. Oh, that's um, funny. So that I think that was that was really funny. And, and the squirrels are absolutely freaking hilarious. That I think is chapter five of the book where, you know, I'm like oh my God, you know, this one squirrel just kept quoting music from the seventies and people can't, you know, one person that read the book was like, you made this up because this squirrel wasn't alive in the seventies. No, it's in the grid. You know, the, the information is in the grid of life in the web of life where they get their information from. And I'm like, you know, you're a throwback. And he was like, I wish there were two of me, double the pleasure, double the fun. I'm like, that's a commercial from the seventies. That was double mint gum. How do you know about that? And he, I said, wait a minute, how come all the music you're talking about is from them? Don't you like popular music? And he's like, I really don't hear it. Did you ever think those ear thingies, meaning earbuds, block us out? We can't hear the signaling. Uh-huh. That one blew my mind. Because you know? um, they could hear the music in our heads, but I guess it had something to do with our ears. I don't know. You know, it's it's piecing things together. It's like this m- enormous puzzle. And every time an animal comes through, even a client I learned different things, especially, you know, what happens on the other side and being ready to come back. And, um, you know, we all are under the impression that the animal picks the body. But this dog was only on the other side for three weeks. The human and the dog could not wait for the dog to come back so they could continue. Um, And the dog's like, I'm ready. I feel great. I'm going to tell my mom I feel like a puppy. But they keep telling me, they in quotes, the body hasn't been picked out yet. And they will, and I have to be patient and they will let me know. And then I can urge, send signals to my mom's subconscious. So she knows where to go and get me. I mean, 
I didn't. It's like a council of oversouls for each species. I mean, wow. there's so much. There's so much to learn. Um, and again, you know, I'm the first person to tell you there are people getting this kind of stuff in different countries. You know, a woman in Germany apparently got a lot of the same stuff that I did. And my friend is translating that book. I'm like, really? Wow. <laughs> um, but it's going to be it's going to be filtered through your consciousness. It's going to be filtered through my consciousness. Anybody that thinks they're going to strive for some empirical truth, it doesn't exist any more than, you know, I see reality filtered through my eyes and my experience. Right. So I, right. I let people know, you know, you can say, get my get my ego out of the way, but it's still going to be filtered through my brain to get onto the page or out of my mouth. Right. Um, right. If people can understand that. You know, I I also keep repeating to people, it's not like you walk through the planet like Dr. Doolittle, where these animals are chatting at you 24-7. Humans would do that, but animals don't. Right, right, <laughs> right. Right? And yes. You know, they don't just like go chat, 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 chat. And they have to angle their minds toward you. They have to want to connect with you. Yes. Um, if they have something to say. And, and as we've said before, most of them, a lot of them just tune humans out and for good reason. Yes. They're not always, uh, I mean, this is the thing that a lot of people don't understand is they think that we just turn this on. Yes, we get onto a frequency that they're on, but some of them don't want to talk to us at all. They're having, they have moments, they have personalities, you know, when you're having a down day or you're tired or you're just not feeling it simple. I'd rather go over there and graze. I'm not interested right now. I mean, I had one turn her butt to me a couple of weeks ago, but then she talked to me the next week. She just wasn't ready that day. So they're just like people in that sense that they are, they have their own personalities. Yep. They all have their own souls. We're all connected. Yep. So we are running low on time. I could talk with you all day, Sandra, obviously, because <laughs> I just love you. And I just, there's so much good information for everyone, but I will have all of the links below on how to reach Sandra. And I would really urge you to go get the book. Um, we walk beside you. She's an amazing communicator and she's channeled some amazing animals all over the globe. What would you like to leave the listeners with today? Um, I guess a twofold thing, you know, as people read this once in a while and once in a great while, a, a person may say, okay, I can't believe that anymore. And that's okay. Most people that are drawn to the book, when they read it, it resonates within them as truth. So I'm telling everybody Straight away, I have nothing to prove. This is what I got from the animals. I just kept saying, what do you want us to know? What do you want us to know? And it is from a high place. You will not read this book and get depressed because the animals know that what you focus on grows. So what Mm -hmm. they are asking of us is to continue to manifest with our mind, keep focusing only on what we want to see and experience. Because Stephen Einstein said, you know, a problem cannot be solved by the consciousness that created it. So that's part one of what I want to share with people. Trust yourself and whether, you know, what you allow in, it's all perfect. And number two, you have the ability to understand what animals are communicating. You just don't know what your ways are yet. So um, there is an article on my website about how to begin connecting with animals. Um, I, I can also, if people reach out to me, it's Sandra at S Mendelson, M-E-N-D-E-L-S-O-N.com. I can send it to you or, you know, the link to it. And it's 
some really good exercises and um, grounding meditations and just ways of being so that you can just start trusting you um, in regard to the animals that are uh, with and around you. I love that. I love that. Sandra, thank you so much for being with us today. I am so thankful that you could be on the show. I love what you're doing, obviously, and I, I can't wait to talk with you again because I just think you're just doing amazing things. And I'm so happy about your your book with the children, but the second in the trilogy. That's wonderful. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. They're, they're on uh, Amazon and, um, and Barnes & Noble. It's called The Secrets of the Animals. And you know the way they work. When a book first comes out, the best thing to do is put in an author's name because the book title may not come up if you don't play the game. So, um <laughs> Yeah, I know. Sorry. I wish it was a perfect world. It's just not unless I sell, you know, 100,000 copies and then you could find it anywhere. So thank you, Julie. Um, I, I love talking with you, too. It is it is so much fun. I always learn from you. You always, uh, you always surprise me. <laughs> well, thank you, Sandra, for being here. Sandra Mendelson, everybody, I will have all the links below. And just remember to stay present and step into your power and never give up on your dreams. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to know more about a guest on our show, please contact me at jsalant5 at outlook.com. That's J-S as in Sam, A-I-L-L-A-N-T as in Tom, 5 at outlook.com. And remember, stay present, step into your power, and never give up on your dreams.